Okay, so for those who've joined us, we're, this is the post our Ready to Go show, and we've been talking about funding, funding your blog, funding your uh, what you do basically for, for a living. And we were talking specifically about Patreon, which I hadn't heard about before until I had read Mark Schaefer's blog uh, on content uh, and using that as an alternate source of gaining revenue because of all the steal, uh, content stealing on, on, on the social networks. Uh, so we went into that uh, uh, fairly deeply, and if if anybody out there who's listening uses it, I'd really appreciate you know you can jump in or leave a comment here about your experiences using a platform like that. And again, for those who don't know what Patreon is, uh, it's a, basically it's a it's an application that allows people to subscribe by the month, whether it's a dollar or up to however high you want it to be, uh, and basically give you a recurring income. Uh, for doing what you do. Now that site has a lot of artists, have, has a lot of video producers on it, um, a lot of like this web comics and that kind of thing. But just recently, again, through Mark's blog, I realized that actually there are bloggers on there who are, who are asking people to subsidize or support them. And the question was, well, is that a place for marketers really to do that? Uh, I mean, I use my blog and content I create, I give that freely because it's basically my sales tool, it's my marketing tool. Uh, I wouldn't feel comfortable asking buddies to subsidize that. Now, if you want to give me a contract for some work, that's a whole different thing, you know. But uh, but the, as far as the blog goes, no, I wouldn't do that. So uh, we're interested in your, in your feelings about that. If that if that subject dries up, we can move on to something else. It's a blab. It's, it's a blab. It's let me let me uh, let me let me just give me a, a minute and I'll step out and somebody can jump in and y'all and y'all can carry the conversation. But I've got I've got somebody waiting on me. But um, and I think Scott in in the hangout a while ago summed it up pretty good. And, and he looked at the blog as the top of the sales funnel, you know, and and people having something down here at the bottom of the funnel. That's that's their that's their money churn. Right. Uh, and, but the blog gets you there and all that. So I think that if somebody has risen to celebrity enough to to uh, somebody feels that they're going to buy them a cup of coffee or, uh, you know, give them a ten dollar a month stipend or whatever they're going uh, to do to show their fan and patronage to that to that artist, that that writer, that whatever. I think that's great. In my mind, it it, it that type of contribution it is is more geared towards a creative type artist, uh, you know, a visual artist or, 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 or a musician or some someone of that that caliber than somebody just creating business business jargon uh, of today. I, you know, I just don't. It, the, the Pandora's box has already been opened. Uh, we we've already we've already been down that road, uh, and there you're not going to ever get any of that back in. Now, if you want to bring people over to something and you've got a way to hold on to them and, and feed them enough, uh, enough that they're getting, you know, their, their senses are satisfied with it, that they're going to pay you for it. God bless you and go forth and prosper. I would do it all day long. Um, but well, I, I, I look at it, I look great. at it and be able can, yeah, I look at it as that's an introduction. That's a, who I am. This is what I can do. If you really want me, then, then let's sit down and, and, and consult. 
Yeah, we've got all the milk that we need. We don't have to buy the cow, right? Right, right. No, I I, I don't agree with that entirely. I mean, I think that, you know, all three of us have given away massive amounts of information. But I have done webinars that people have paid for uh, via my blog. I, um, you know, I think that if you want to do office hours and charge for those and let people come and ask you questions, there are ways to do it. Will somebody pay you on a regular monthly basis through Patreon for your blog content? I agree. No, they won't. But I think it's as Scott said during the show, you have to have a sales funnel and the blog can be part of that. And, you know, what what we also discussed during the show is that like you're going to have 100 loyal followers unless you are mashable. You know, you're going to have 100 loyal followers who really care what you say and who take the time to look for it on a regular basis. You might have a couple thousand subscribers, but, you know, the ones who are really into you. It's never really that big. <laughs> and- well, maybe you could play. You could play the guilt thing, as we mentioned in the, you know. But if you really like me, right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But you know, I think there are ways, and the latest way is to create courses and and use a site like Udemy or uh, Share This and and. I've, shareable what is the name of it i can't think of it but um you know to do that and some of those courses are, are 10 bucks but you get enough people get 100 people paying you 10 bucks you know not the yeah, worst but that's thing. income per project i mean you're selling a, pro- a, a product this is this is this is you know we're, we're talking about subsidizing or patronizing someone over a period of time just for the because you like what they do as hey, well you have to get them to know you exist okay take care randy thank you uh, Bye, Randy. You know, happy Thanksgiving. Ha- happy Thanksgiving to you and all everybody in the states. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy belated Thanksgiving to you, Raymond. We'll see you. We'll see you on down the road next week. Okay. See you next week. Take care. Bye bye. You know, so not, anybody not wants to join in? I'm uh, sorry, Bill. Anyone wants to join in and in, in this conversation or start a new one up? It's fine. We're just going to blab here for half an hour or so. None so of this uh, way of looking at income is going to work if you haven't already created an audience. So, you know, the blog is certainly a way to do that or your book or your ebook or your report or whatever. But, um, you know, you can't go to the next step until you already do have people following you. So something has to create that. I don't know what that's going to be if it's not giving away content. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, it really is. I think they're two different worlds. You know, as Randy says, I mean, I can understand this um, ongoing revenue stream of, of, of um, donations or not, not donations, but sponsorships, if you were subscribing uh, for someone who's in the creative arts. But someone who makes a living doing content, I find that, that that's kind of difficult. That's different for me. I, uh, you know, it's more like what you're saying, BL. You create a product and you sell it. Uh, you know, uh, but if you're doing a blogging on a regular basis, just to, to what, to, to outreach, to get, you know, your expertise known, to build your profile, your brand, that's all your stuff. That's all your own marketing. So why would someone pay me, not pay me, give me money to support that? Well, I would wish that uh, Zara Alter was here because she has been using Patreon for her Hangouts for quite a while, and I'd love to know how that's going for her. And um, I, you know, I, if Mark Schaefer has tried it, I'd love to hear how it's going for him. So I guess we won't know until we find some people who've tried it and are doing it already. You know whether that is working, but in the past, people have tried to get people to subscribe to their content, and mm-hmm. they would say like, "I made these." 
10 videos and you can see four of them unless you're one of my paid subscribers. And, you know, all I can tell you is that didn't really work out. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, we talked about the whole gated content stuff before when we're talking about giving stuff away for free. And yeah. people are, and, and, and when Facebook first started, that was a big deal, right? Remember all those gated pages and stuff? Yeah. And okay. people yeah. don't, don't want to pay for stuff that you can find free on the internet. There's too many alternatives. There's too many other places you can look for the same kind of content. Well, that brings up another thing, though. And, and you know, this, I mean, given everything that's going on on the planet and in the political race in the U.S. where, you know, bullshit is the key to the next election, apparently. Um, uh, you know, um, my friend Howard Reingold, who is definitely one of the smartest people on the internet, has uh, teaches courses and has, has written books about how important it is to vet information on the internet before you start to spread rumors. So yes, a lot of information is available, but if, you, if you're able to create the idea that you don't spread crap rumors and that, you know, you do vet the information that does increase your chances. I'm just reading uh, Laura's point, Laura, and you can, uh, you're welcome to jump in if you like, because it's, it's a long comment. I'm not, I want to make sure I get it all. We still can't bring a comment up on here. Not unless it's on the other side on questions. So um, Laura, you can have an option. You can either repeat that over here and put in questions or I'll just read it out loud and I'll read it out loud for now. Here's, so Laura says, here's a thought. If it is interesting to readers, then pa Patreon uh, makes sense. I often think about this when I listen to podcasts. Some podcasts are just interesting or creative and so listeners support with Patreon because they like it. Is it different? Um, I kind so of again, think I, podcasts are different. I think, yeah, I think, uh, oh, great. Thanks a lot, uh, Laura, for putting it over on the question area. Here we are. There you go. So anybody can, everybody can sort of see that. Um, yeah, so podcasts, I think, is a prime, uh, is, a, is a, a prime candidate for that kind of thing because it's, you know, podcasts don't, I don't know. What do you think, BL, about podcasts? I think, you know, we ask for subscribers to podcasts, but unless you actually have an advertiser, you can't make any money on them. Well, as you get subscribers to your podcast, you have more of the potential to get advertisers. And, um, you know, I was telling you before, we get more downloads of the, the sound of, our, you know, the audio of our podcast than we do viewers of our um, video, pre our live video presentations. And if we build that up to a point where it's consistently that we're getting, you know, more and more all the time, then the possibility exists for getting sponsorship. And there's a lot of talk in the advertising community about sponsoring podcasts at this point, because some of them have very substantial numbers. So, you know, is a blog a way to get sponsorship? I mean, I have some, I have sponsored posts. I have some ads that are going to run, you know, for periods of time, but for piddling sums of money, but you know, they buy the groceries. <laughs> well, hey, that's not, you know, that's not pennies. <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> Not um, New York. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess not. I guess not. That's interesting. Okay, let's let's take a little bit of a, a, a detour here because you touch upon something. I mean, the blogging thing is is I think it's pretty specific. That's I mean, the podcast I can definitely see, and it's hard to build that kind of subscriber base. Uh, it takes a long time. And how do you do that? I mean, yes, you use blogs as as, as part of that marketing, but advertisers and companies who are thinking about advertising, they look at different things they look at how many subscribers you have how many listeners if you can judge that and they look at social shares now with twitter's move to remove counts how do you think that's going to affect that whole social validation uh 
analytic. Well, Twitter just, you know, screwed developers again. Twitter just thumbed their nose at anybody who wants social proof. I mean, you look at a, a post that has share numbers for Facebook and share numbers for Google, and there's Twitter and it doesn't say anything. Uh, I mean, I don't know what advantage they thought that would give them and their excuse for why they took it away, changing to whatever it's called, rainbow system, or I think that was what it was called, is just sheer BS. I mean, they certainly could make a new button. I mean, that would not be such a big deal, but what they want you to buy is Ganip, which they bought last year. And guess what it costs to be a Ganip subscriber on a monthly basis? $3,000 at the enterprise level. So they're looking now, they think that they're going to get enterprise customers. And, you know, without the social proof, I don't think you're going to get the spend. So I think they just did one of those cut your nose off despite your face kind of things. Yeah, I, I, I struggle with that. I mean, because a lot of people use those analytics, whether they should or not, we can go to, that's a whole different thing about soft, soft signals. But, uh, you know, you look at my, I look at my blog now and, and it looks, you know, instead of getting 150 shares, I've got like maybe 70 shares or 30 shares because it, do, it doesn't show the Twitter accounts. Now I'm not, all these APIs, as you mentioned, all these third party uh, developers, what are they going to do with this? I mean, or do I just go back to my blog now and just remove, don't show numbers on it. So you just use it as a utility bar. You know, if you want to share something, just go ahead, but you're not going to see how many people have shared my stuff. And where do I get, and where do I get that data when I, if I want it? This goes back to conversation we've had before on, you know, on, on many occasions, which is that the only thing that you own on the internet is your blog. And if you stake your claim at, on Google Plus, for example, on Twitter, if you, um, you know, build a company around Twitter's API, and then they say, as they've done to so many companies, well, screw you, we're not letting you do that anymore. Firehose is closed to you. And, you know, or Google says, ah, we're taking away events. We don't care if you want to have them. And, you know, we're rearranging everything. You don't like it, uh, don't care. And, you know, I mean, it's, it, it happens over and over again. Facebook, like if you want people to see your post, you have to advertise. So your blog is kind of all you have. <laughs> and that's even tenuous now, though. That's well, even tenuous. That? We, well, because as we discussed in the thing, because platforms now want you to put all the content on their platforms. They're not interested in linking and sending links to your, your, your website as it was. You know, how long have we been always telling our, our clients that your website is your home base and you and your whole point of, of all having all these satellites out there like Facebook and Twitter and all that is to send people to your home base. Now, those platforms are creating their own publishing platforms within them and they want that stuff to stay there. And even if that didn't change, how many people do you think when you share a link on on Facebook, for instance, uh, or anywhere else, how many people actually click on the link to read the article? Because you'll see in the comments that people obviously had not read <laughs> read what you shared or gone back to your to your blog post to read the whole thing. You know, they comment on the on the uh, on the <laughs> on the title and on the comments exactly. Yeah, that happens to me on AdAge all the time. Like I'll write a post there, and then it'll have a lot of comments. When you read the comments, because I answer every one that comments on my post. When you read the comments, they're commenting on the comments, and it's clear they have. They said, "Why didn't you mention?" Da, da da da, which is what the article was about, you know, or uh, how could you say I didn't say that, you know, and and so they comment on the comments. And my favorite is sometimes their comments are longer than my post. 
<laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I've had that happen. And what what's that game? Remember when you were in your in your school, you would whisper in someone's ear, and then it telephone. would go around. Telephone. But telephone. Yeah. That's what reading some of those comments is like. By the yeah, time you get to the yeah. bottom comment, there's absolutely nothing to do with the, with the original. Exactly. You know, it's crazy. And I've said to them at that age, like, why do you let people do that? And so they, they made the comments like you, they have to be shorter now, but they can still be irrelevant. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's kind of funny. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so, uh, if again, anybody's listening and wants to jump in, go ahead. Uh, so, yeah, I'm while you're here. We'll get Michael in here. Yeah. <laughs> while you're here, BL. Being, yep. being that, you know, that we met on this, on this, not the blog platform, on the Google Plus platform. What's your thoughts on the new Google Plus? Oh, I'm sad. Um, I, you know, I went to set, I went to start the hangout for my show on Sunday. I couldn't freaking find it. You know, I had to go through, because <laughs> they took events away. So mm -hmm. I had to go to like one of my posts that had a link to my show to find it, to start it. I mean, I think what has happened is that uh, Google has decided that Facebook has become Google Plus and that they're going to try and be something else. And that something else is um, they're trying to dumb it down in a way that, I think it's clearly not for those of us who are what are called power users. I, and, you know, they made Hangouts a separate thing. Well, great. That's wonderful. Just connect it to Google Plus again. You know, I mean, that's what we were using it for. They took events away so you can't see the things you might be interested in. I really have no idea how people are going to find what's happening. I I'm not clear about that. And the whole thing was based on circles and being able to share only with, you know, if you were talking about your tennis match, you only talk to the people you play tennis with. And if you're talking about your dog, you only talk about animal lovers. And if you're talking about business, you have a list for that. Those are not, they're there, but they're sure hard to find. Yeah, you have to go back to the old settings. Okay, it's Google. How long do you think those are going to be there? Uh, they're not going to be there very long. I've right. heard anything from a couple months to three months or whatever at, at mm -hmm. the most. And they won't be there uh, very long, I'm sure. It's just a matter of question. The question is, what are they going to bring back if they bring back anything? And I don't think they're going to bring back much. Events, I think, is gone. I think they, they've always under given events no attention at all for at least two years. Uh, even on mobile, it's, it's a pain in the ass to use events. You can't comment easily you can't see the video events wasn't a big deal for them for some reason uh it's all about collections and communities and if someone hasn't used because i've I list, i've read innumerable articles about the new google and some of the power users who use the mobile a lot and i don't don't have as much a problem with it because it's very close to that but I had to use today for today's show same as UBL I mean I had to I had to go to the classic view and then go to the event page and do as I would normally do. But I'm thinking, okay, in a few weeks, this is not going to be available right. to me. Won't be able to find that. And secondly, nobody was watching because right. the anybody who's one watches an event is not there anymore. They can't right? find it. They, they can't, can't find it. it. So what yeah. would be the point of hosting a, a hangout on the event page? Is there's none, and I won't be doing that anymore. I'll be using probably my YouTube. So if, and, and for well, me, that's what they want you to do, though. And I think if I may predict what I think is the future here, good, good I think that, that YouTube <laughs> is going to launch the live streaming um, section that's been in beta for a while. No. So, um, I, you know, there has to be some way to announce that. And and there is in search 
or there used to be um, live streams that are coming up and and uh, in YouTube search it, it was showing what the remember that oh yeah 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 the I promotion thing too will, yeah yeah I think that will come back but um, it's a strange turn of events because it's going to send a lot of people to Skype which has not got the features you know or I, I think you know the ones who are going to benefit the most Crowdcast. I mean, they were giving us something for free mm-hmm. that had features that, you know, none of the paid platforms had. And mm-hmm. I think they turned around and said, why should we do that? So, I mean, I think that's what happens. I expect Google Hangouts to come back as a paid feature. Oh, yeah. I mean, everything, everything is apps now, right? I mean, I had to actually download my Hangout desktop app again so that I can access Hangouts because it's not you can't access Hangouts on your Google Plus page anymore. Yep. I have it in my, you know, uh, bookmark. Yeah, and, and you have to, and you have to do that. So my, okay, so, so they've taken this whole philosophy of integrating everything, and then they disintegrated everything. And so basically, we're starting afresh. Yes, there's old timers who have built communities there and networks there and people that they know, but I don't enjoy it anymore. In fact, when I go to my homepage, this. There's, there's crap there now. I mean, because exactly. I, I used to, it, it was curated. I, I, I had my circles and I knew basically what to expect, but now I'm finding just like, you know, this is like any other platform, you know, and, and it's harder to manage because I have to go over consciously to the circle thing, hit the, the settings button, uh, access the circles. And it's just for well, us. Wait till, used you before, try, wait till you try to find somebody's YouTube channel because YouTube is no longer part of the profile. So no. last night I was trying to find my client's YouTube channel. I had to go to Google and search for it. And and then I found out that it was a link in his profile. But one thing that people need to know and need to do right now is that Google just made this new About Me page. Yes. About me.google.com or about me slash google.com. And you need to go there. And you need to look at what it says because it will now identify you across all Google products. And guess what? It's hooked to your Google Plus profile. So if you don't have a Google Plus profile, I don't know how you get found in search. They oh just, my that's a really screwy <laughs> thing that they did. But you, you need to go look at your About Me page because mine had stuff on it that like, How'd that get there? You know, I changed a lot of stuff and, and it does change. It changes in your Google plus profile and it changes in search and it changes on YouTube and it changes all over. So you, you have this ability to change your bio, but that is so not obvious. Wow. <laughs> well, hopefully again, it's in beta. Maybe they'll, they'll make it more obvious, but this is obviously not for us. It's not for the people who struck it out with them, uh, survived the abuse uh, been we didn't amb- get abused <laughs> since, since you know been ambassadors uh to try to turn people on acted as missionaries and we we're all basically cut adrift uh, that's, you know that's how i that's how i feel i just you know i've 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 often compared to being in an abusive relationship you know where you're codependent and <laughs> And you're making excuses all the time for your partner. And I, and that's, you know, I'm tired of doing that. You know, I'll, I, you know, Mike Elgin did a good article today on, on, on the changes. And he basically said, you know, it's, it's, it's where nerds go to hang out now, basically. I mean, it's, you know, it's like a Reddit. They had one part of it was like Reddit, which is, I think is the probably collections. And then, then there's the community thing. Uh, so that's yeah, it. I mean, it has millions and millions of people participating. 
and then maybe that's what Google hopes. And maybe, you know, people will go over there. I mean, there are more people joining Google Plus. Uh, most of those come from non-English speaking uh, uh, areas of, of the world. Uh, and so maybe they'll find it and they'll and they'll make it their own and, and they'll make something of it. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what the thinking is. I'm very disappointed in it. Uh, and probably maybe it's because I'm not malleable enough to, to, to bend with it. Uh, you know, Google Plus pages, you can't access your page. Uh, yes, you, can. <laughs> you can? Yeah. I didn't see it. Okay. Um, uh, but you know, local. Oh, 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 yeah. If you're a page, you can access your Google Plus page. But as a person... No, I don't think you can. But well, yeah, I did. But anyway, Michael said uh, Google Plus give it, then Google take it away. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, as we said before, they're not our platform. These are not government agencies. These are private <laughs> businesses, <laughs> and they can do what they want, and they obviously, and they obviously and they do. do. <laughs> yeah, because you know when they came out, this they they had said that oh we had visited everybody you know, like people in their neighborhoods and their houses. We've gone out across the nation to see what people want, and I actually want to know. I like a list of those names. I, I want to know, are those people on the internet? You know, when you're asking, <laughs> you're asking these people, do you, shouldn't your first question be, are you online? I mean, uh, you know, I mean, uh, Dave in our show on Sunday, he had a, a, a survey uh, that I forget who took of, you know, how many people use Google Plus in different age groups. And I said, how many had used them in the last 30 days? And and it came out that the youngest people used it the most and and then the oldest people, which I thought was interesting. But, but in any case who'd they ask they didn't ask me you know they didn't ask you they didn't ask people who actually use the platform who the hell were they asking well i'm sure they asked i'm sure them. they spoke to their top contributors um i don't know about that oh uh, well I, I i know i can only assume they did but uh and all the top contributors seem to have kind of like a being very supportive um so who knows you know or supportive or uh or suspiciously quiet Suspiciously quiet. I think people are a bit confused, but you know, uh, the key is like, I guess, you know, is Blab going to take over the video space? And uh, I don't know. I mean, they're adding features, but they never wanted to be Hangouts. They want to be a podcast platform. So it seems like users are. Um, pushing for features like now we can have show cards and and now we we can have i wish that our lower our upper thirds would stay in the replay you know show cards don't stay in the replay so um they're making some features that make it look like they want to take over the video space but you know we were talking about this on the show i mean the vast majority of what you see here is just a lot of blabbing <laughs> yeah, blah 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 blah. Yeah, uh, but there are some good ones. I mean, there are some good shows here. But it's like anything else. This is a free platform. It's, it's more accessible than any other one, and definitely more accessible than Google Plus. All you need is a Twitter account, and you can open one of these or join one of these. In uh, that way, I think it's a great thing. But you're right, and and some of those issues. I remember seeing a, a blog with Brittany and and uh, is it Brittany? Brittany Metz, yeah. Yes. Uh, saying that one of those things were like the graphics in the lower thirds or the identifiers was brought up numerous times. So maybe they're working on that. But they've always wanted, again, to the, the, the podcasting is a big uh, priority for them, uh, this as a podcasting platform. I, uh, and I can see that, you know, it's the radio talk show format, I think, is ideal for this. 
and interviews. I mean, I think that, you know, this is, yeah, the radio talk show interview thing and uh, demonstrations, I think, you know, the way that, that uh, Dennis Little is doing. Uh, before I came in here, he was showing how to make something that looked really delicious. And, and he uses two cameras and two computers. So in one, he's talking, and in the other, you see his hands and he's cooking. And he can show you the ingredients and all of that sort of thing. So, you know, if you're clever in how you use this, you can make it do a lot of things. And mm -hmm. I think the key here is that they integrated it with YouTube so that at the end you can take this right to your YouTube channel where you can brand it, edit it, search optimize it, you know, timestamp it. You can do all the things that you could do with Hangouts. So I I don't know. I should interview them again because I interviewed them for AdAge at the very beginning and I should do it again and see, uh, you know, see if they've changed. Yeah. I should ask Dennis what, uh, how he does. I imagine he, he has to log in with two different Twitter accounts. Right, I imagine, yes, right? Yes. And that's okay, yeah. and then he joins that way. And two that, computers and cool. two cameras. But it yeah. is very it's malleable because even I, I mean, after like each show, I, I edit the blab, so you know, and then that way I can identify people. I can put a, a lower third on them, or I can focus on one square and, and and play it that way. You can get a nice product out of out of out of it, you know. You and can. the audio and the quality is good. The audio quality is good. I don't usually have to do very much uh, to improve it. But what does happen here is that because just about anybody can just jump on in, you know, we're pros. We have we have lights, we have sound, we we understand like what it takes to get those to be decent. But the vast majority of what you see here are people in the dark with shadows all over and, and they don't have headsets and you know, so I believe that this will eventually the cream will rise to the top and everybody else will keep doing whatever it is they're doing, but there will like in any other platform be those people who are the star players. And, um, and then they'll take this away and we'll have to go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends again, what you want to use it for, right? For private blabs or for blabs that we're just hanging out and stuff. And that's whatever you want to do. If you want to do it in the dark or do it in the nude or whatever, that's, that's, that's your thing. But if you want to do like a talk show or, or something that you want, you know, or using as extension of your branding. Yeah. You have to be aware of, of those things. It's, it's a more pleasant experience for the people who are viewing and, and participating for sure. So, BL, thanks very much. Uh, it's always a joy chatting. Uh, thanks, you guys, in the in, in the comments. And uh, next week uh, will be the last one before Christmas, before 2016. I don't know. What about a, last year? I think we did a, on our Ready to Go show or the Ray Bunch show at the time. It was our predictions or something. Or what are we going to change for the following year? So we can maybe do a blab about that. Or, you know, are you going to change anything? Or yeah, we'll, That'd be an interesting way to, to go about it. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll toss that idea. So take care. See you guys next week. Thanks again. Bye-bye.